Welcome to The Path, the podcast from Lifestyle RX. As always, my name is Dan, and joining me today is Brendan Byrne. How are you doing? Awesome, Dan. And today we have a special guest, uh, Dr. Tom Elliott. So Dr. Tom Elliott is an endocrinologist and uh, the medical director of BC Diabetes, which is an innovative practice exclusively focused on diabetes in BC. And he's recently joined Lifestyle RX as our endocrinology medical director. So uh, nice to have you here today, Tom. It's great to be on, Dan. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, so nice to have you join Lifestyle RX and get you on the podcast and be able to chat about this. Can Brendan, you... I, I, Brendan, I've been looking forward to working with you for years, and I'm so glad it's come to pass. I know. We're, I, I think we're going to have some fun. Um, why don't we start by having you share a little bit with our listeners just uh, about BC diabetes, because it, it's, a, it's a different concept than, than a lot of practices, and, uh, and it's something that uh, I think has brought a lot of great care to to many more people than if you'd kind of gone down the conventional path. Yeah, I've never done anything conventionally, Brendan, and and it is something I, that has evolved uh, in a way that um, I'm proud of. Um, you know, I'm I'm an Aussie endocrinologist. I'm a straight talking kind of guy, and uh, I like to bring to my clients uh, with diabetes what what I've learned through experience and the literature. And I, I, I've, I'm an innovator. I've always gone with what I think is the best, the best treatments and the treatments that are, that are developing. Uh, and um, I've, I've had some faithful staff over the years. I've, I've been an endocrinologist for 31 years. I, uh, I guess I branded it as BC Diabetes about 15 years ago. And we've now got 18 staff and we, uh, we're a full service diabetes clinic. Um, Dan, you said we're in BC, yet we also operate across Canada. So the virtual care that, that, that exploded with COVID has allowed us now to treat people all the way across Canada. Um, so we, we do pediatrics, we do adult diabetes, um, all the, all the, uh, we have access to all the medications that, that, your listeners will be aware of. Plus, we do clinical trials, which gives us access to experimental drugs and devices. And, and that's very exciting because those they're always out years ahead. And uh, I try to make sure I pick I pick the winners. Occasionally, we have one that, that, that doesn't help. And I've never had one that hurt, fortunately. So we've got we've got a staff of 18, um, five endocrinologists. I'm the director. And uh, we run a very busy clinic Monday to Friday from nine to five, and it's uh, it's grown rapidly. and um, And I've realised that there are some things that we that that we probably can't do as well as you've been doing, Brendan. And and I think that's why we've joined forces. Yeah, that's awesome. Sure. So um, I've seen you on the news a couple of times talking about what you call the diabetes revolution. Can you maybe uh, explain a little bit about what that is? Yeah, it, it's uh, it's become cliche uh, to my listeners, but uh, but perhaps not to yours, Dan. So let me let me say, you know, revolution is when dramatic things happen and uh, 
and the old ways uh, tossed aside. So the diabetes revolution has been underway for five years, I would say. It, it started with continuous glucose monitors, mm -hmm. which suddenly gave us real-time access, not just in person, but, but virtual access to, to blood sugar values. That meant that we could drill down on exactly what needed to happen. In diabetes, you've got to fix the sugar. You've got to manage blood pressure and cholesterol and, and get your eyes checked and feet checked and all the, all the rest of it. But ultimately, it's, it's, it's fixing sugar. And uh, so with CGM came a sudden understanding that, that not only do we have the, this revolutionary device that we'll call continuous glucose monitor, and that includes other things like, like uh, automated insulin delivery, smart pumps, pumps that maintain your sugar the same way, uh, cruise control keeps your car going at the same speed. So we have that in diabetes. But it, 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 it stunningly made it clear to not just patients but doctors that diet's important. Diet, mm. Diet's not just important, it's all important. And until the revolution, I'd kind of paid lip service to it. I, 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 I'm ashamed to admit it, but, but I just didn't. We just didn't take it seriously enough. So suddenly we've got, we've got diet. We've got other strategies um, that, 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 that Brendan knows all about, the lifestyle strategies. And then we've got new drugs as well. So the revolution is, so drugs that your listeners, Dan, would know about, like like Ozempic, uh, a drug that safely lowers weight and sugar. We've never had that. Well, there's a pill. Mm -hmm. there's, a, there's, a, there's a class of pills called the SGLT2 inhibitors that also do it. But, but Ozempic and related drugs um, take it to the next level. And then we've got um, experimental drugs. There's, there's not a week goes by without something new and exciting uh, coming up. Uh, there's a there's a drug from a company uh, in uh, Silicon Valley called Biomea, BMF219. They've got this drug that uh, was originally studied for cancer, and it's, it's very effective for various cancers, blood cancers. But hmm. it, it causes beta cell growth in rats. Dan, wow. beta cells are what make insulin. And the reason you get hmm. diabetes ultimately is you don't make enough insulin. In, in type 2 diabetes, it's because of getting older mostly. Type 1 diabetes, it's, it's the immune destruction. But anyway, so this Biomea drug looks like, uh, well, in rats, it, it, it regenerates beta cells. And imagine if we could do that in humans. So that's what gets yeah. me up in the, in the morning. And, and that, that's the, the diabetes revolution in a nutshell. Yeah, that is particularly exciting because... Um... You know, one of our, our our listeners are are getting uh, they're getting used to me talking about subtypes of type two diabetes, and you know there, there are five subtypes that that we're seeing kind of really phenotypes, but but subtypes that have emerged. Two of them are the insulin, you know, where insulin deficiency is the issue, and uh, and the other three is where insulin resistance. And I think that you kind of covered the ground, if you know, so clearly these GLP ones and SGLT twos. Um, they're actually aligned with 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 helping reverse insulin resistance, especially with with weight loss. Um, but if we can actually have something that can can help pick up the pancreas when the pancreas is deficient, um, that becomes kind of a you know co completes the run on this. Um, 
you know, we, and, and then, and then kind of, as you said, the, the CGMs, um, it's a, it's amazing what immediate feedback does to, to our behaviors, isn't it? How do you, how do you use them in, in at BC diabetes? Um, do you, does, does everybody coming through the door get a CGM? How do you, and how do you, how do you kind of work with, with that? Well, the way it's evolved, we've, we've got good relationships with the manufacturers. So we get a lot of samples and they have coupons and, then we have people who pay for them. And so, yeah, everybody gets a CGM. They, they walk in the door and I, I, I tell them, Dan, I tell them about the diabetes revolution. I said, you know what? Um, things have changed and um, ultimately you're in control here. You, mm-hmm. you, you've come to us for advice. My advice is wear this, wear this device that's going to give you a sugar value every five minutes for 10 or 14 days and see if you could correlate the blood sugar values with what you eat or what you don't eat with, with what you do in terms of exercise or don't do. Um, and, and, and also with when you're emotional or, or psychologically upset or sick, your sugar will go high. Of course you can't, there's not much you can do about that, but um, you know, I, I would say Dan and Brendan that, 70% of people say yes immediately. The other 20% are reluctant. And I say, well, you know what? It's not only is it going to but possibly uh, give you some clues as to about, you know, you know, I can tell you to eat less and exercise more and avoid carbs and white food. But if you discover for yourself that it works, you're more mm-hmm. likely to, to do it. So, so it's, it's, it's number one uh, behavior modification tool for you. And if then they still push back and say, there's no way I'm wearing this thing. You know, I don't like drugs and devices. I'd say, well, you know, you've taken the trouble to come and see me, the expert or, or one of the other endocrinologists in my clinic. The, the values we get from this device are going to change. They're going to make us better doctors. We're going to be better able to treat you. So mm-hmm. with that comment, we're up to about 99%. So, so basically everybody wears one. And everybody comes back shaking their head going, you know, why didn't I do this months or years ago? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, a great, uh, it's a great opener. It, 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 it gets buy-in and, and basically it drives everything we do. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, it's fascinating. There's, there's so much information. So there's kind of the obvious where, where you know, you, you eat something carby and you, you get the spike and, and you realize that, okay, that's probably not helpful. Um, there's the, the, you know, oh, I, I know I should exercise after dinner, but when you actually see your blood sugars come down, uh, you know, uh, I, I think it reinforces a lot. Um, the one on stress. Yeah. I can't tell you in our groups how many times people will, 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 it's just an eye opener for them as to, oh my goodness, you know, this is an issue, right? Because I guess, you know, I get stressed a lot and uh, <laughs> look, look what happens to my sugars when I get stressed. Um, we, we shared a, a, a bunch of case, case studies, a, a few episodes back. And uh, one of them was brilliant because um, the, the curve during the day was flat and at night it was going up and, uh, and then you kind of go back in the history and, and basically the, the bladder issues were waking this fellow up. It, you could really see it from the, the, the CGM. So, um, yeah, lots of feedback there. Um, one of the things I think we're really interested in with the CGMs, it, you know, kind of putting our innovator hats on, and I know you've done a little bit of work with this is 
um, there's a lot more data in these that these devices are spitting out than than you know uh, patients can appreciate just looking at them, or even physicians just looking at the at the curves. Um, we're really excited about actually getting that data into our platform, and then at, as the reversal process is happening, as insulin resistance is lessening, um, we 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 know that the cur as the curves change, you're going to be able to pick that up. Um, the other the other thing that 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 I think you're going to see is we, we know that in some patients that uh, with type two diabetes, as they you know achieve remission, um, they're they're that first phase of insulin release actually picks up, and and I bet you can see that on the uh, on the CGM. I bet you can kind of identify that in the first thirty minutes, you know, post post meal that that something's changing there. So um, I, I think that's going to be fun to work with. You, you've now you've 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 incorporated this already into your electronic record, and and tell me a little bit about that. Well, okay, you, you know, I realized that I didn't fully uh, define the diabetes revolution. There are a couple of other bits, yeah, and and you've you've prompted me, Brendan. Uh, thanks. So there, there's a a free utility uh, available called Night Scout, Night Scout, one word. And it, you can build it for free yourself. It takes about eight hours if you, if you know what you're doing. Um, or you could just come to BC Diabetes and you get one for free. And, mm -hmm. and no doubt uh, Lifestyle RX people will, will also be getting one for free, Brendan. But this, this allows you to share your data with anyone. And in the case of, of, of the electronic medical record at BC Diabetes, we, it, it, it comes into the back of our, rec of our EMR. So, so that the CGM is part of everybody's patient record and and yes brendan you know it, it teaches you stuff that's obvious like eating you know a foot long and and and, 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 and drinking and, a 32 and, ounce yeah yeah exactly <laughs> or um the, the nuances where you see the the restoration of first phase insulin down yeah. for the listeners that's the very the, it, it's the first thing that's lost in in diabetes and it's subtle mm. Uh, it, it was subtle in the pre-CGM days. Now it's not yeah. subtle. So, so we see it yeah. coming back. The, the other thing that the other part of the revolution that I didn't really define, Brendan, and I've only really started talking about it, is, is diabetes remission and reversal. Um, you know, I, I've been an innovator all my life, but I've also been a skeptic. And I, I, I didn't want to, I wanted to be careful not to jump on something that I thought was uncertain but the diabetes reversal story let, let's call it remission making it go away reversal means it never comes back but certainly diabetes remission is, is 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 not just possible it's probable if you do it right yeah we you know we talked about rats and 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 this this biomaya drug but you know in I, i'm sure your listeners know uh, brendan and dan that that if that if you starve rats and and uh and then allow them to feed again, that they get restoration of some of their beta cell functions. So we think that mm. that some kind of shocks to the system um, cause beta cell regrowth. And uh, so I, I look forward to learning more about Lifestyle RX, Brendan, and uh, and how you cover off those kind of rat discussions with uh, <laughs> with your with your clients. But but you know if if you're listening and you've got diabetes, the not only if, if you want to control your diabetes, then you just need to talk to one of the Lifestyle RX doctors. 
they'll talk to your GP. If, if, if combined, they can't figure it out, they'll send someone, send you to someone like me. Uh, if you can afford the drugs and devices, then you, you will get control. And if you're able to achieve, um, a, you know, a good level of physical fitness and, and a target body weight with the necessary exercise, there's, there's a really good chance of your diabetes going away, diabetes remission. Yeah, it's yeah, you know, it's interesting. I, I think um, when when I when I look at the data, I think that upwards of fifty percent of type two diabetes um, remission is possible. Um, and and obviously, you know, getting people earlier or closer to the diagnosis seems to to make a difference. And the kind of the literature, I think they say six, within six years, usually you see restoration. After six years, it's a bit of a wild card. Um, but just, just so, yeah, just so we clear, yeah, re re remission, we, 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 you know, uses the language of getting your, your, your blood sugars, you know, out of the diabetic range. Uh, and, you know, right now in Canada, we use kind of a, you know, getting it into the, you know, less than 6.5 on the A1C uh, and technically remission is off medication. We use reversal more as the process, not necessarily the destination, you know, remission's a destination, you know, getting rid of insulin resistance is a destination. Reversal is really the process of 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 this, and and um, and because what we really try to emphasize to people is is look, it, it can go both ways, right? And and a lot of people, and and you know, I'm sure you saw it in your practice, but the pandemic was was really tough for a lot of people that they're <laughs> you know they're, they certainly progressed with their insulin resistance and, and their diabetes got worse during the pandemic, um, and and so kind of letting people know that there's a lot that they control over. The degree of that insulin resistance and kind of the reversal of that insulin resistance um and that you know good many you know i i think at least 50 percent, and maybe you know with this pipeline of other kind of tools in our toolkit it, you know we start pushing it to 60 or 70 percent of people can can achieve that remission um it's it's pretty exciting and, and you know before Brendan, before CGM, I don't know if you remember the bad old days before CGM, but but we, we just we just completely underestimated the benefits of of, of lifestyle. Right. Um, I, I I was uh, I saw a patient a couple of weeks ago who came from somebody else, another clinic, and he was on four hundred units of insulin a day without very good control. Um, at our clinic, we, our, our, our case managers give everybody a, um, a rating on a scale of one to 10 for, for how low their, you know, how, how low their diet is in, in rapid carbs, low, low GI carbs, a score from one to 10. 10 means you basically don't eat carbs at all. One means you, you know, you, you live at McDonald's. <laughs> anyway, they, they gave this guy a rating of six, which is not bad. It's not very good, but it's not very bad. And so based on that rating, we kind of extrapolate, we predict how well they're going to do. Anyway, he, he went from 400 units a day with bad control down to 50 units a day with good control. So, you know, clearly we need a better scale of, of, of <laughs> predicting how people are going to do. Brendan, I know that's something you do at Lifestyle RX. How do you do that? So, so we, what we... What we do is is we we have a whole series of patient questionnaires which we can evaluate kind of you know diet habits, exercise habits, sleep habits, stress resilience habits, as well as a whole bunch of symptom categories, um, and then we pair that with blood work. So we we actually kind of look at you know what you're doing, so behaviors, how you're feeling, symptoms, 
Uh, and then we look at the biomarkers and, and the key, the key thing that we found up front is really helpful is, is doing kind of the home IR too, which is, um, basically we measure a C peptide. So kind of a, the protein that cleaves off of insulin, we'll measure that in a fasting glucose and plug it into a formula that's, that's the team at Oxford figured out it's a nonlinear equation, but it gives us kind of at rest, kind of what the beta cell percentage is, you know, how, how hard the pancreas is working. Um, and it gives us an insulin resistance number. And so we're able to see from that, you know, if this is an insulin resistance number and the pancreas is compensating, but not compensating well enough, then you, you can extrapolate. If you can get rid of the insulin resistance, you've got enough beta cell function to actually have normal blood sugars. Um, and, and this is kind of, I think one of the key moments kind of when people come into our program, because for the first time, somebody's talking about why, like, why is this happening to me and the linkage? Yeah, so we create that linkage between there's this insulin resistance problem, which usually correlates to fat in the liver and, oh, look, your fatty liver index is high. And that usually correlates to, you know, having visceral fat and your waist circumference is high. And generally you get, you know, visceral fat when you cross your personal fat threshold. And let's look at, you know, kind of where, where your BMI is. Um, so putting these pieces together and kind of linking them, I think is, is uh, really helps people understand, you know, why this is happening. And then the what to do becomes what, what we teach them, right? So we start to, to, to work through in the program around, you know, okay, you know, how, how, you know, what is it that you can do? And then finally in the group stuff online with, with people, it, it becomes, okay, that's all well and good, but you know, how the heck am I going to do that in my life? You know, I, I can see how you can do it in your life. I'm not sure how I can do it in my life. And, um, and that's kind of where people help people. And, and we get, you know, a lot of, I think a lot of the magic happens is, is in those groups. Now, Tom, when, you know, we, we we've kind of crossed paths a, a number of times and you probably don't remember this, but it was back in about 2017 or 2018. Um, and, and it was, uh, we were on a panel and I think we chatted afterwards and I, I, I talked a little bit about kind of the emerging stuff around diabetes reversal and, um, and, and the Roy Taylor work and also Sarah Hallberg's work from Berta and, and, and you weren't sure yet. And I, I remember kind of, you, you were, you were like, yeah, yeah. Cause it was 2018. It was new. Yeah, yeah. Um, we hadn't really, I don't think in that time, I, I, I when did, like, when did you start using CGMs? about then F so, five so years yeah it's probably all percolating at the same time that, that you know yeah I, I i guess i hadn't i just hadn't seen these you know quantum steps with with lowering of sugar with intervention i i no you know what i'm i'm uh, i'm the first to acknowledge i i didn't get onto that one quickly as quickly as i should have i think what's fascinating though is is i don't think i you know I'm not saying it to, 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 to throw you under the bus. I don't think anybody did, right? Like, I think, I think what, you know, I think there was a series of things that happened around the same time that, that I think, you know, if we look at this diabetes revolution, um, you know, those two papers, the direct study and, uh, and Sarah Hallberg's work with, yeah. uh, yeah, at Indiana, those were really interesting because two very different dietary mechanisms, you know, one very low calorie, one very low carb. So two very different dietary mechanisms with similar levels of you know, remission um, at the same time that this, this, the, you know, the CGMs were starting to become available. And then the thing that I think really plugged me into it, cause that's when I started like paying attention to it um, 
was was also just kind of people on the internet and on Twitter and things, you know, very credible people, you know, often engineers and things like this that just were doing things on their own and showing kind of their own results. And you're kind of going, hmm, this is interesting. Yeah. You know, it's part of the information revolution is, right. has, it's been at the same time. Um, yeah. By the way, I think your spiel about the why question, Brendan, should be incorporated into my uh, list of diabetes revolutionary <laughs> changes. Because, understand, you know, as soon as people understand why, it's, it's the biggest resistance to, to acceptance is, is, is gone. Well, mm -hmm. it's... It's kind of funny because, you know, uh, I, I like how you said you're kind of an Aussie straight shooter and you know, I'm Irish in background. And, and like, so you, you tell a, 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 an Irishman or, or, or an Aussie to do something without telling them why. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to happen, right? And, no, and, and I, no. I think for, for our patients, it's that way, right? It's, it's, you know, how do we really expect them to follow this, this, this strategy that takes work if they don't really understand why? And you know, Brendan, you know, why why do I like Brendan? He's he's an innovator. He's done lots of stuff, and he has shown me that these that that what we're talking about applied to individuals can be scaled to to our entire society and nation and continent and world. Like the the, the potential for what these relatively simple changes can can be towards. Uh, a profound improvement of the nation's health is, is so great. I, I can't wait to do it and and see how we can bring it to everybody, Brendan. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, that was kind of the silver lining of COVID for me was when, <laughs> when we went online and realized that, wait a second, if, if we're interacting with people online, we can reach people anywhere. And um, the knock on lifestyle medicine, and, and I think why a lot of people didn't don't do it or um you know kind of don't don't think it's very feasible is just that it takes a lot of time and if you're having to explain the same things over and over again you know uh and it, it just does financially doesn't work for practices they just can't you can't you can't spend an hour with every patient um you know what what we found kind of as we built this and it was kind of during covid when i first realized you know if if, if, if we're talking like this through a computer then I don't have to explain in real time insulin resistance because I can do a really good job of it once <laughs> and it's a video and you, you can watch it on your own time and you can stop it and replay it. And you, you don't have to feel kind of you know, silly about kind of playing something twice and you can really learn it. And, um, and, and so, you know, we, we find across the, our, our initial 12 week program, there is an hour of one-on-one -on -one physician time but there's now 30 to 40 hours of program time between kind of the online curriculum and the group medical. Um, and that's enough time for people to actually learn why, learn what to do, and then finally, you know, kind of figure out how to do it within the, in the context of, of their lives. And then, you know, to get back on the CGM hobby horse, they're wearing a CGM at home and they, they see immediately what happened. Right. Mm -hmm. um, they can do a series of experiments. It's 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 uh, it's quite profound. Yeah. Yeah. So so the, so the curriculum really, you've got the the thirty hours of whatever it is for, on on your website, Brendan, and then you've got however many however many meals there are in fourteen days, three fourteens. What's it? 
54, mm -hmm. 54 <laughs> meals and snacks and opportunities to change the way they do things. Yeah. 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 It, it's, it's funny because, um, the, you know, we, 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 when we were getting the samples, we, we usually tell people to, to use them in week five, because in week five, we, we have our theme is, you know, all carbs aren't created equally. And so, you know, week one, we talked about the red light carbs, the, you know, the sugar, the flour, the white stuff. Um, but, you know, week five, we reintroduce the carbs and we, we talk about green light carbs, kind of the carbs that you can have as many as you like. And, and, um, and then the yellow light carbs, which are good foods that, you know, kind of the, the whole grains where they're, they're good foods. There's lots of health benefits to eating them. But if you're somebody with diabetes, your portion is really hard to figure out because, um, it depends on your pancreas, right. And, and you have no feedback unless you wear a CGM. Um, but even when we teach it like that, there's always somebody that you know, <laughs> will go buy a milkshake or something just to, <laughs> just, just to test, yeah, what, what'll happen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and and I when I'm looking at these tracings, um, I, I, I there's this enormous spike, Dan, on the on the tracing from a from, you know, the milkshake or whatever it was. Yeah, and, and I said, what was that? And the, and the, and they go, oh yeah, you know, doctor, I, I can't believe I did that. Um, and sometimes it's not that uh, obvious. You know, mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't have diabetes, but I wear a CGM every so often just to, you know, it's a new, a new model or something. Anyway, mm -hmm. I, I had um, a burrito and some nacho chips and it, it took me above 10. If it had got me to 11.1 twice, I would have had diabetes. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm 65 and I'm, I'm probably close to that fat threshold that Brendan just talked about. I'm on the edge and it's just a reminder. I'm just, you know, come on, Tom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Practice what sure. you preach. So well, it's it's something that that I love about lifestyle medicine is is we're all in the same boat, right? We all have to actually eat well and exercise mm -hmm. and manage our sleep and stress and, and all that. And so I always feel with people, it's you know, um, yeah, you know, we're we we are teaching teaching things, but it's it's not like you know. It's not like it's easy for any of us, right? And and so we're all working at some level on on these things. And um, there there's there's no shame needing help, right? Because um, you know there's 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 lots of things that each of us can improve on. And it's kind of like everything we have our strengths, and then we have some of our weaknesses. And <laughs> yeah. you know, it, it's just that's that's what's kind of fun about it is you 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 kind of look at it and you know just just like you said, you know, you you, you kind of feel like oh geez, I better get onto this. Um, you know, I, I will have that where, you know, I'm, I, I, I'm working all day and then I, and I do a run a group and it's, it's about exercise and sedentary behavior. And I'm like, oh my goodness, okay, <laughs> tomorrow that rower in my office is going to get some use. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so uh, just to get back, you talked about, uh, Ozempic and the other GLP one drugs briefly, um, a while ago there, but, um, how do you, um, how do you think, like as an endocrinologist, these drugs have kind of changed the game in terms of um, uh, diabetes management? They've, well, they're, they're you know, they're, they're the second, um, the second drug that lowers weight and sugar safely. So previously, we had drugs that 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 lowered weight that that caused heart problems and psychiatric problems, and so so I never prescribed those, and I'm glad, mm -hmm. and the people that did don't anymore. So, so we had drugs that were effective, um, 
they're still kind of expensive, um, but they've gone on to most. I think I think they're on the provincial formularies of every province now, so that at, at some level you're going to be covered for these drugs. Um, we use them. We use them early. Um, I think historically I haven't paid enough attention to lifestyle, and, and that's why that's why uh, I've joined forces. Well, well, Brendan thinks he's getting a great deal bringing me on. I think I'm getting a great deal being in, <laughs> involved with Lifestyle RX because because it's it's complementary. It's 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 different. It's not really what we do. So so Dan, we we rec we we use these drugs early. We we emphasise that that lifestyle treatment comes first, and lifestyle treatment is is forever. I mean, mm -hmm. you can you can cheat and miss and not do as well as you might, but ultimately that that therapy is going to be there forever. And then we add these GLP one drugs. Now they they've evolved as well. So the first GLP one receptor agonist came out, I think, twelve or thirteen years ago. It was called Exenatide, and then we've had various iterations. We had Victoza, uh, and then five in for the last four or five years we've had Ozempic. Ozempic is about to be overtaken by a drug called Munjaro from Eli Lilly. Mm. Uh, and uh, the, the recent supply chain uh, problems were, were like a, uh, a gift to, to, the, to Munjaro. So Munjaro is going to get used. And then each of these drug companies is developing better drugs. So, you know, mm -hmm. how do they get better? Number one, they, they realized they, they were too cautious in the dosing originally. So you could actually give a lot, whole lot more of these drugs and, they, and mm. they, they continue to work well without much increasing mm. toxicity. And then they've developed drugs that have not just one, but two and three receptors that they work on. So they, the, the benefits become uh, multiplicative, 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 yeah. Um, so how do we use them? Um, we tell the patient that, you know, if you take if you take Ozempic, for instance, it's going to suppress your appetite. So, if if you're the sort of person that couldn't walk past a, a Christmas buffet without, you know, eat, trying everything twice, now you might just you might just walk past it completely. You just lose mm. interest in food. Um, secondly, it it delays the emptying of the stomach. So when you've eaten, mm. you you feel full for longer. And then finally, the uh, the reason that it helps the sugar numbers so well is that it helps your insulin cells, your beta cells, make more insulin. That's called the incretin effect. So, so those are the three mechanisms by which they work. And, and we tell patients that that whatever weight you lose with with Ozempic or Munjaro, um, if you stop the drug and revert to your former, you know behaviors, primarily eating behaviors, your, your weight's going to just rocket straight back up there. So um, I'm sure Brendan has thought a whole lot more about what you do when you decide to stop these drugs. But Brendan, why, why, don't, why, why don't you tell me, what, what do you do with your clients when, when, when it's time to come off the GLP-1? So we, we, we generally like to start first and, and, and I think you, you touched on that. And, and this is where I think that we will be so complimentary to you. Just, I, I do think lifestyle first is, it makes a ton of sense because, um, 
if you don't change the lifestyle, then you know the the data is very clear. As soon as you stop the drug, the weight will return. Um, worse than that, forty percent, you know, at least on the studies that we have DEXA data on, actually have just data around muscle and lean mass. Forty percent of the weight loss is actually lean mass weight loss, and and a good portion of that is muscle. And so you kind of can imagine when you lose that, you're not going to regain that, <laughs> you know, like you're going to regain fat. So the danger I think with the drugs is just that, you know, if we don't tackle lifestyle first, then we, we, we may be setting people up for, um, you know, for this, this, this regain of weight and, but actually loss of muscle. So, so we're really big on, okay, you know, let's, let's, let's kind of work on some of the, you know, if, if, if you look at what these drugs do, they, they mimic, they basically mimic our satiation hormones. And I always like to explain to people like, you know, uh, you need to know when to stop eating. That comes from at least 11 different hormones plus stomach stretch receptors struggling to get a signal back to the brain to tell you to stop, yeah. right? <laughs> um, ultra processed foods, the dominant food, you know, more than 50% of the calories in Canadian diets are ultra processed foods which simply don't send the same signal. So if you're eating those foods, you're eating foods that your body can't actually send the right signal for it, right? So you eat a thousand calories, your body thinks you ate 400, right? Your brain kind of keeping track of it. So if you don't change that first, you're kind of setting yourself up, I think. And so mm. kind of making some of these changes and doing the lifestyle program first is, I, I think it's really helpful. What's so hopeful about the GLP-1s is, is you know, some of our patients go through and, and they don't ever need a GLP-1. They, the, the change of lifestyle is profound enough. They make, they, 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 they come underneath their target weight, their, their insulin resistance goes away. And so they're, they're, they can achieve remission without some people have a, so much insulin resistance. It's really, really hard for them to lose weight. And these drugs are so hopeful because you know what, they get the snowball rolling and, uh, they get it, they get it started. Um, and so then I think the two together kind of when, when necessary becomes important, um, and then what we, what we try, try to do is kind of lowest effective dose for the shortest duration. Um, and we try to have an exit strategy up front. And, and that really is kind of, you know, when you start these drugs, you, you, you taper them up slowly because of side effects. Um, we, we taper them back, back slowly just because, you know, if you think about withdrawing that extra satiation effect, you want to give yourself time to, to, to see what happens. And, mm -hmm. um, everything we do is about the long-term, right? Like we're, we're interested in long-term health. So it doesn't make a difference if you're going to be on the, you know, you're eager to get off the drug, but does it really make a difference if it takes you six months to come off the drug slowly? Um, but you come off of it in a, in a way that minimizes any weight gain. So, so that's kind of how, how we approach it. And, and, um, we have lots of people that come to us on GLP ones. Um, and, you know, what's interesting, and maybe it's the selection factor with our program, a lot of people want to come off of them. Um, you know, what we find is most people are quite eager to, to get off of medications, not because they're, I, th I think they just don't want to be on medications. And, and so part of our job is, is really trying to help them understand which medications they can come off of. And, and then sometimes it's, you know, cases of, you know what, this drug may be doing something that's good for your kidneys or heart. And it's worth staying on and, and maybe you can be on a lower dose or, you know, or we can find something that doesn't give you side effects that you can get that extra bit of benefit from. I, 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 I love that, Brendan. Uh, it, it makes me, it reminds me, Dan, the, of, of another nuance of the diabetes revolution. You know, when you go to medical, most people think that if you double the dose of a drug, you get twice the effect. Mm -hmm. Well, the fact is you don't, you get, you get reducing returns. 
So the the opposite part of that is if if you reduce a drug by 50% or 75%, you you if you reduce it by 50%, you probably still get 80% of the benefit. Mm. If you reduce it to to 25%, you're still probably getting 60% of the benefit. So we, we, we talk about micro-dosing now with, with drugs like GLP-1s. The, the mm-hmm. Ozempic pen, uh, a full dose of Ozempic is 76 clicks. That's one milligram. So we, we often dose it in clicks, five clicks, 10 clicks, 20 clicks. Um, and yeah. patients can find a dose that, that, that provides the satiation, you know, that, that, that tells you that you've had enough, but allows them to enjoy food. Um, mm. At, at a dramatically reduced cost. Right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, 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 it's, this is, it's the diabetes revolution. <laughs> so I think, I think this has been great, Tom, and welcome to, to Lifestyle RX. I, I think for, for our patients, um, it's, I think it's the best of both worlds, right? So uh, it's, it's lifestyle and it's medicine. And, you know, I think, I think w- together, you know, more people can achieve remission. I think, uh, you know, more people can prevent diabetes. We, we get a lot, you, you probably don't see them, these people, patients as much because they're pre-diabetic. So we see a, a lot of pre-diabetics. So preventing diabetes is very important. And then I think also as well, it's, 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 it's just being sure that like people don't, you know, they can avoid the, the risk of the complications, right? And avoid suffering from them. And I think those three things done together, you know, the remission, the prevention and, and the avoidance of complications, um, it really, it, it involves both parts of it, the lifestyle and the medicine. And, and so um, I, I'm just very keen to kind of put put our experiences together because I think they're so complementary and, and there's so much that we're going to learn from from you. Um, so I look forward to working with you. Well, likewise, Brendan, I can't, I can't wait to, uh, to, to work. Well, we started already and to take it to the next level together. That's awesome. Awesome. Okay, well, I think we're uh, just about out of time for today. So thank you uh, to both uh, Tom and Brennan for joining us today. That was an excellent discussion. I really enjoyed it. And um, for all listeners, um, if you want, if you know anyone else that would benefit from, you know, listen to this or find it interesting, please do share the podcast with them and um, let them know about it. And uh, yeah, finally, as always, if you'd like to join the Lifestyle RX program, it's available. Uh, it's provincially covered in BC, Alberta, and Ontario, and you can find out more at lifestylerx.ca. So thank you once again, Tom and Brendan. It was uh, great having you here, and um, we'll talk to you soon. Bye.